Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to Ticket Weeknights. I am Harrison Arns here with Kinsey Davis and Sophie McClelland. Uh, this is Talking Tens. We've got two gymnasts here. And over the break, Kinsey figured out what she did over the week. So I'll kind of let you go ahead and fill I us did. in. Okay. Um, so basically it started on Monday and part of the thing was that I went to class or I went to gymnastics early because I have to work out on my own on Mondays and Fridays. How early is it? So, um, 1130. It's late morning. It's not really early. Um, but normally practice is at like one. So I practice, go to class like midday. So my vlog was like me walking to class and like eating and whatever. And then I went back to gym and then Tuesday. Oh, then Monday night I did the radio. So that was like kind of a fun little candid moment. Then Tuesday was the career fair, and then on Wednesday was my off day, so I studied for my exam, and then I also took photos of the boys' team for my, or men's team, for my photography class, so that was kind of cool. I was in the gym for a bit, even though it was, like, our off day. And then Thursday, I took my exam, and, oh, that's right, I did the journalism press conference. Um, So the journalism kids, like, needed to practice interviewing and everything, so I... Um, got that opportunity available to me and I said I would do it so right after my exam I like ran over to the sixth floor of the stadium and got to be interviewed by everybody and got to give some responses and it really was like a mock-up press conference so that was really cool to experience and then went to practice and then Friday same thing practiced early and then went to class and then came back to practice to finish and then I just enjoyed my weekend because it was an off weekend for football. Yeah. So I remember definitely sleeping in on Saturday. And then I got my nails done. And then on Sunday we did photos. So it was a very, like, eventful week. But like it's I said, full. it's in the drafts. So <laughs> it probably <laughs> won't be seen. Yeah. How long does it usually take to put together a video of that magnitude? Like, how long do you think it's going to take before you release it, if you do? Um, well, I definitely won't because I stopped filming. <laughs> um, but like clearly it took me the entire week. And then sometimes I want to like sh- shuffle things around. Like mm-hmm. after you film them, you can swap yeah. them. And then I would have to like voice over. So, I mean, it depends like how much free time I have. I could probably do all of that in one day if I had nothing else to do. But if it wasn't at the top of my priority list, then I would definitely like put it off an extra whole week even. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like just do one little baby step at a time mm-hmm. until it's ready. Um, but like I said, I literally never do videos like that, but people do like what I eat in a day as an athlete, like a day in my life. So that was like a whole week in my life. Um, things like that. But mostly I just pull Genesis aside and we make dance videos that (laughs) happened, um, with the photos yesterday. We just filmed the same two dances the entire two and a half hours we were there. And I posted one like right away because there wasn't anything to edit about it. It was like just so (laughs) cute and fun in the moment. So that's kind of my style or just like gymnastics videos but never like the I guess more personable ones so I don't know what about you um I'm kind of like all over the place (laughs) like I haven't gotten a lot of content like in the gym of like me actually like doing gymnastics Mm -hmm. which I do want to start but like I don't want to like prioritize like getting my phone out every time like I'm like taking a turn or something because I'm just trying to like make the most of I always do that yeah (laughs) I'm like trying to make the most of like the turns that I'm trying to get in um but like my TikTok right now like I did a behind the scenes TikTok of media day and I was just kind of like getting a bunch of like random clips that I put together and then um I do like a lot of like transitions like of Mm. like not being ready and then being ready like hair and makeup done and stuff like that because 
those are just kind of like feel good tiktoks to me like (laughs) and also like dance tiktoks i love dancing like it just makes me like happy so i'll like film i'll like watch a tiktok and i'll be like oh like i want to learn that and then i'll like literally get up from my bed and like Mm -hmm. spend like 20 minutes like trying to learn it and then i'll like film it and then i'll be like okay i'll film it again when i get ready and then i'll never get back to filming it again Mm, i do transitions like during season because it's so easy to do it like because you're just like completely glamming up your whole look um but i'd say like in the off season like i don't ever look like it, like I never am in a position where I have something to transition into but I would say the dance videos yes I do the same thing if there's one I want to learn set my phone up and get up and I'm yeah. doing it like right then and there like I am learning that dance and then I like send it to Genesis she'll send me ones that I she wants me to learn too so like we had to we planned out what dance we were doing and we both learned it individually in our rooms like at night and then we just like showed up the next day and we were hoping that we each just knew it and we could do it together so we like had to pick a part because like two parts were different (laughs) so it's just hilarious the whole the whole like just we're kids on tiktok like learning dances but yeah those are always fun to fun to do Mm -hmm. okay so let me ask you this doesn't have to be tiktok could be anything what's like your proudest content that you put out that you're like this one i feel really good about doesn't necessarily have to be the most popular but if you had to judge its quality you'd say it's the best do you know yours on tiktok or on any platform it can be on anything i'm a big instagram story girl like okay i will post on instagram feed sparingly but the stories like they are constantly coming so i love to do like the music background it's like i love that component of like that is cool timing like timing my double layout or the other day i did um like the song trampoline and it's like flipping in the air or something like that and i like will be timing it exactly to when it can like match <laughs> onto my video i do the same that thing. okay and then also like whenever there's birthdays i'll put up this collage sorry oh my gosh collage and like copy and paste mm-hmm. and like i have the words and i have the angles and the little like i'm filling every white space yeah. i can um so I love doing that. It's like a little craft project. And then I'm like, great, it's up for 24 hours. But, and then you'll never see it again. But I have like a highlights reel on my Instagram. So I have a ton of highlights that everybody can go back to and, and click on them. So I'd say that. And then my proudest TikTok is um, like a freshman year gym recap that I put in December right before the new year. And the sound was like, and that concludes the 2021 season like good night mm-hmm. and I did like the camera shutting off and then it like opens back up to this song and it it's like all my proudest moments of my freshman year of college and that got a lot of that has the most TikTok likes I don't know what it is it's not that say, many really sounds like a cool idea but um it's the one that's got the most likes so nice okay what about you um I kind of okay so I like posted a video on my Instagram like a while ago it's like not even on my page anymore but it's like literally years ago before like TikTok or like any of like that kind of like content creation platforms came out mm-hmm. but it literally was just a video of my competition vaulting club in slow motion mm-hmm. and I got 10,000 views on it like it was the most insane thing to me ever and I was like literally like 14 mm. and I was like wow like I'm like kind of famous on Instagram like I just got 10,000 <laughs> views kind of crazy and I think I didn't even have like a thousand followers at the time like oh, wow. and I, I just like all of these views like came out of like nowhere but why was it so po- was it just like one of those things where it's oddly satisfying? I guess. I, like I mean, I don't know. Execution? <laughs> so it's like, I think probably because it just like looked cool. 
That is true. You never know what gets picked up either. Yeah. I'm always blown away on what's trending. Right. I don't I like I don't have TikTok, but a lot of what I see on other platforms is usually just pulled from TikTok. Uh-huh. Yes, what's funny is Instagram Reels. Everybody's embarrassed to have TikTok yeah. and they're like, "Why TikTok?" And then Reels they the send me Instagram thing. Reels and I'm like, literally the it's idea the was thing. created on TikTok and now they're turning it into a yeah. reel and now you're sending it to me. But yeah, it, the idea is like, you know, carry over i guess yeah but there's also this one instagram video it was from like big 10 um conference okay and it's like the one of me doing my dismount and then i go oh my god and it has like four thousand views which is not as much as ten thousand views but that's, that's also my most though. on instagram because like i said i don't really like post on my feed <clears throat> that often i wouldn't i would say but yeah anyway, that was a really cool moment but i didn't capture it i'm it was honestly just fate and luck that that got captured because that was like my career high yeah at the time so i ended up posting that and i have like a similar video not on bars but it's on beam from regionals this last season of my dismount and i stuck my dismount Mm -hmm. and like our videographer um at my previous school was like i knew she filmed my routine Mm -hmm. but i asked her specifically for like the piece of my routine of my dismount because i was like I stuck it and I know I got so high because I like mm-hmm. I almost like blacked out like I was just so excited <laughs> that yeah. like I don't even remember what I did after until I like watched the video back and like I'm not like a huge hugger and I hugged every single person that was in front of me like wow. I just like gave all my teammates a hug and it was just like such a like wholesome and like thrilling moment and I have that on my um instagram page right now too were but y'all in seattle or where was your yeah. regional okay yeah. that's cool i oh yeah y'all started on bars yeah we did i remember yeah. that now hmm. yeah small world i know I started on vault because <laughs> i remember like you guys were on the mats like warming up like yeah. right behind the vault runway yeah so oh that's cool you guys ran into each other obviously you probably didn't say unknowingly, hi what's yeah, yeah. it's so weird because it's like well, I feel like we ran into, I feel like I've and, come here, like, yeah. at, like, so many random, like, times, like. Because we came for a dual meet, too, yeah. and, like, we, I don't, I don't recognize people on the other teams unless you yeah. see them for, like, several years or whatever, and then, yeah, same thing at regionals, getting the same regional location, mm-hmm. and then being in the same session, and being, like, near each other on events. Yeah. That's cool. That is crazy. Do you think that's kind of, is that also kind of what helped you get to Nebraska when you're making that decision, is because you've just been around it enough, you kind of know? Um... I wouldn't say that, like, I was, like, familiar with it because okay. I had been around it that much. I I mean, I only came, like, a few times, like, maybe once or twice. But I think, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like all of – when I look back at, like, my career, like, even, like, recruiting, like, before I even, like, made a decision to go to BYU in the first place, um, like, Nebraska was still on my radar. And I feel like everything has just been, like – weirdly circling back yeah to nebraska and it just like like i made a tiktok the other day of like me like just feeling like so good that like i made the decision to transfer because i really feel like i was meant to be here and it's so validating like looking back on everything and like being able to like draw lines like everything like back to nebraska and i'm like okay yeah i think i think i did a good job making a decision to come here that is crazy yeah you've had a lot of weird coincidences mm-hmm. that all kind of revolve around nebraska yeah so even when you were young was it like always a place you really liked too um it was definitely like a place that i was interested in i never really like was one of those like girls that had like one dream school that like i wanted to go to like smart i just like i was just more excited about like the idea of doing college gymnastics and not necessarily at like a specific place mm-hmm. so i was just like oh like 
this place sounds cool. This place sounds cool. Like, I like the color red. Nebraska seems cool. <laughs> so when you were growing up, you, obviously you said your goal was to be just on a college gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking like D1 or were you just thinking like even if just D2, I just want to do college athletics? Um, Probably D1. I mean, I grew up in like Southern California. So like UCLA was like the holy grail of mm-hmm. like most of the girls like in my club team, like. And they're D1, they're Pac-12, so, well, soon to be Big Ten. I know. That's crazy. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. That'll be fun for you guys. Senior season. I hope we go out there. That would be, like, everything to me if we go to California and all my family can go. I doubt, you know... I mean, you have UCLA and USC, so you got yeah. you got a couple chances to get down. Oh, there. I well, thought it was gonna happen in like the fall of 2024, and we would be like a 24 graduating class, like in the spring. You might be right. Maybe, but I'll take I actually a fifth don't year. know. Yeah, <laughs> just take a fifth for that. Year, by all means. <laughs> I don't know if a fifth year is in my future, but we'll see. Is um, I actually don't know. Is UCLA and USC are they pretty solid gymnastics schools? USC doesn't have a women's gymnastics team. Okay. I don't think they even have a men's team either. I know Stanford. Probably Stanford not. Does. They don't. To get to get title. Yeah. Uh, was it title five? Or I can't remember. So you, you already have to have the right ratio of girls and boys. Oh, play sports. oh title, title nine. nine. Title nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. So yeah, if they don't have a girls, I'm guessing they don't have a men's because mm-hmm. football rosters take up so much of that. Yeah. That's but, so funny that you mentioned that because I was literally talking to some of the guys on the men's team earlier today about like title nine and how Mm -hmm. it's really affected like men's olympic sports like gymnastics specifically like in the 80s there was like what like hundreds of collegiate programs of men's gymnastics and now there's like i don't know 18 or something like some super small number yeah because it's just not a lot of opportunities to go out there and do it yeah it's kind of the same thing with soccer Mm -hmm. we have a good girls team here i can't get the can't get the guys in here and like title nine is good don't get me wrong yeah but it does leave to some sports being like underrepresented by gender yeah just because you just don't have the resources uh with that being said though we gotta throw it to break here we got one last segment here this is talking tens on 93.7 the ticket we will be back right after this